0: Sound off and let your voice be heard. Here's your host of Sound Off, Brad Bennett.
1: Well, good morning, good morning, good morning, everybody. On a Thursday here in the Northland after the fourth wild win in a row. Oh, I just hope that continues. Anyway, we are uh, we are here this morning. Lots of things going on. Of course, the Minnesota State Legislature is in session. And that means hang on to your wallets. <laughs> and it means and it means uh, not only your wallets, but, you know, you might want to lock up your guns and uh, keep them available as well, because there's lots of things going on in that regard, too. We'll try to get into those today. But I want to start off with one thing that came up yesterday at the House. House Democrats have uh, have pushed a pop-up-style polling place. These are for college kids. These are for college students, students that are in college. Uh, the state of Minnesota, the attorney, well, the uh, the uh, uh, secretary of state in Minnesota wants to make it easier for college kids to vote. Now, at first blush, that might sound like, well, that's okay, I mean, uh, you know, th- th- given the fact that... Uh, They don't own a car in most cases, and many are between 18 and 19 years old, not even have a driver's license. It can be very difficult for them to uh, reach early voting and Election Day voting sites. So they're looking at a bill that has been pushed by, of course, a DFL representative from Northfield, Christy Purcell, uh, that's called House File 3447. The bill would mandate counties, mandate, in other words, make it mandatory that counties to provide pop-up style absentee voting locations on colleges and university campuses that ask for it, if it and it's headed to a floor vote in the Minnesota House of Representatives. Now, like I say, at first blush, it sounds like that's okay, but let me just tell you this. There's not a problem with college kids voting in the state of Minnesota. See, Minnesota already has a a feature in its voting regulations called No Excuses Needed, absentee and mail-in voting period of 46 days before the election. In other words, any college kid who thinks uh, they want to vote and they think they may not be able to get to the polls because they don't have a car, don't have a license, don't whatever, they can request an absentee ballot. No excuses needed. Absentee ballot. Just say, hey, I'm a student at UMD, and I'm going to school here, and I want to vote. Uh, Send me an absentee ballot. And you've got 45 days, 46 days, excuse me, before the election. It seems to me that that's pretty broad in and of itself, isn't it? I mean, it gives you 46 days to get your ballot sent in if you know you're going to be at school and you might not be able to go to your polling place or whatever. There's no excuse needed. You don't have to say, oh, I think I'm going to have the flu or I got a broken leg or whatever. No, just, hey, I'm going to school up here at UMD, St. Scholastica, wherever. Uh, send me an absentee ballot, and I want to vote that way. So why do we now need, in addition to that, a a pop-up voting voting place. And who's going to judge whether somebody's already sent in their absentee ballot and whether they show up at the pop-up place to vote again a second time? I mean, I'm not sure nobody would do that. Come on. But that does bring that up. This is going to increase costs for counties, said Representative Ben Davis, Students already have a month and a half to vote. They already have the right to vote. I think this is very fiscally irresponsible for, again, the state to be wasting taxpayers' money. But, hey, we do that pretty good in Minnesota. So, so that's the first thing I wanted to bring up to you. You know, when you first see that, you might think, oh, gee, that's kind of a nice thing. We're going to have this pop-up thing on campus. Kids, kids will be able to vote. Well, they already can vote. they got 46 days and a month and a half to do it. They don't have to have any excuse. They don't have to have any reason to request one other than to say, hey, I'm a college student up here at your UMD and I want to vote. Send me an absentee ballot. Super. We'll do it. It just sometimes makes you go, hmm, why are they doing this? What, uh, what, item is there that causes this to happen in the state of Minnesota that we just seem to go out of our way to fall over each other to make sure that uh, college kids can vote. And believe me, they do vote. I've had talks with some of them who have come right out and told me without a question of a doubt. I had uh, one that goes to, uh, well... goes to UWS over in Superior. And he told me, hey, I voted in the last presidential election. In fact, I voted twice. I voted in my home district in Minnesota, and then I voted by absentee ballot in Wisconsin because I was a college student over there. Well, I didn't get to vote twice. Now, I'm sure somebody will call up and say, oh, Brad, that's the exception. And very few cases like that happen. Only as long as they're voting mega. Well, there you go. Right? There you go. Yes. If they're voting mega, we'll allow it to happen. If if not, <laughs> anyway, today's a big day for, uh, speaking of mega, Kenny, today's a big day for the former president. Uh, in Georgia, to, uh, on Monday, uh, a couple of days ago, uh, Georgia State Judge Scott McAfee announced that he would hold evidentiary hearings today. In Georgia, to look into allegations made against District Attorney Fanny. I love to show my Fanny around Willis. Uh, the accusation, ac- accusations claim that Willis engaged in an improper affair. Well, aren't all affairs improper? Well, no, this one was really improper with Special Prosecutor Nathan Wade, which, by the way, Fanny Willis appointed Nathan Wade to be the prosecutor of Donald Trump and a whole myriad of other people that were associated with Donald Trump in what they called related to the 2020 election case. The allegations were initially brought forward by Trump co-defendant Michael Roman, who argues that Willis' alleged behavior should disqualify her and her team from the case. See what she was doing is she hired prosecutor Nathan Wade, then proceeded to have a, a sexual affair with him and allow him to take some of the money that she had authorized paying him to do things like take her on vacation to sites unseen and areas unseen uh buy her dinner by you know use the money to wine and dine her. We don't know what else. It'll probably come out because a number of people that work in Fanny Willis's realm or in her proximity have said, hey, we got some dirt on Fanny too. We know fanny has been doing other things like this for a long time. This has the potential and the judge has come right out and said, look, this hearing might just Uh, not only cause her uh, to be taken off the case and cause uh, Nathan Wade to be removed as well, but this may actually cause Fannie Mae to step down or have to step down from her role. According to Judge McAfee, an evidentiary hearing is necessary to establish the record on the core allegations made by Roman. These include the claim that Wade billed Fulton County for 24 hours of work on a single day in November 2021, shortly after being appointed as a special prosecutor and that Willis financially benefited from their alleged relationship by taking lavish vacations together that were paid for by Wade, but eventually paid for by the taxpayers of Georgia. These allegations were made in legal filings submitted last month, and even though the state has admitted to the existence of that relationship, the extent of any potential financial benefits can be proven in these financial ev- uh, evidentiary hearings. A Judge McAfee clarified that the experience of Wade, who has no prior experience in RICO, in other words, she hired Fanny. Fanny Willis hired Wade, even though he had no prior experience, to try probably the biggest RICO case in the history of Georgia against a former president. And the, the uh, RICO and felony prosecution is not relevant in the event, evidentiary hearing. This was in response to Willis's argument that any potential conflict of interest must be harmful to the defendant's case in order for a district attorney to be forcibly removed. Instead, the hearing will focus on whether a relationship existed between Willis and Wade, which they pretty much have already come out and said, yeah, we we were doing the bump and grind, and whether it continued after his appointment as a special prosecutor. So that case is going to be very, very interesting to watch. In the meantime... I hope everybody in the Duluth Superior area is going to get out this weekend and get down to the Duluth Home Boats and RV Show, because you know what you're going to be able to see while you're down there? Well, I'm going to let Candy from Dead on Arms tell you, because she's got a booth down there. Candy, good morning.
2: Good morning. Yeah, we've got a booth down there all four days of the show. Our gunsmith, Sean, will be down there today and tomorrow, and then I will be down there for the, the rest of the weekend. But he'll have some of his ARs that he's built uh, for himself that he's showcasing the, the talents that he has as far as laser engraving and Cerakoting and duracoating and showing off the different things that he can do uh, with, with the products that we have available. So if you haven't been able to make it up to Dead on Arms to check out what we can do, make sure to stop by our booth and talk to Sean and he can show you and tell, and tell you all about it.
1: Candy, he really does do some very beautiful work. But even more than just the beauty of it, I got to tell you, and I've said this before when you and I have talked, I really think some of the things that he can do to personalize somebody's firearm goes a long, long way to help and make sure that that firearm doesn't fall into the wrong hands. You know, I'd be less likely to steal a firearm that i saw had the person's name or likeness or some engraving on it that that was very easy to, to discern that that belonged to an individual person Absolutely. i think it makes it yeah i think it makes it uh helps to make it steel proof
2: right yeah not only are you making it yours but it's, uh, it's very clearly yours in that case and <laughs> like you said you know you'd you'd be pretty stupid to steal something like that that's so easily identifiable
1: right exactly but this gives everybody a chance uh, to stop by the booth down there uh so you're going to be there all four days you're going to have representation down there and that's uh are they going to be able to for example answer questions about memberships and classes and i'm sure all of that stuff right
2: Oh, for sure, yeah. We'll have uh, literature on all of our classes, our memberships, our daily specials. We'll be giving away free range passes. You can enter in our drawing for a free permit to carry class. So if yours is coming due or if you've been thinking about taking it, that would be a great chance to get one for free. And, yeah, you can ask any question you want about what we do and what we have there, and if you'll be able to answer them.
1: Fantastic. Well, that sounds really good. Uh, so for the four days of the uh, Duluth Boat Sports and RV Show Stop down there for sure, and while you're walking around looking at all the wonderful exhibits, stop by dead-on shooting range. Register. Who knows? You might get some free range time. You might get uh, access to a free concealed carry class. Lots of great things, but for sure... Take a look if you get a chance to uh, to meet and talk to Sean about some of the custom work that they can do to make your firearms specifically yours so that it's very identifiable that they're yours. Candy, thank you so much. I want to once again remind everybody, look, Dead has got a lot of great things going on. The best thing for you to do if you haven't been there yet is drive that short drive about eight miles up Highway 2 coming out of Proctor. You will find dead-on shooting range right there on your left-hand side. Stop in. Uh, the first thing you're going to do when you walk in the front door, you're going to be met by a beautiful retail store with everything to do with the shooting range industry. Clothing and sighting equipment and reloading and ammunition and firearms and on and on and on. But they've got classrooms available there for classes. You can even hold a function if you want to hold an anniversary party or somebody's birthday Talk to the folks at Dead On Shooting Range. They might rent you one of the uh, classrooms and allow you to set it up for a party. So lots of great things. You can call them at 218-729-9689 or go to their website, Dead On Shooting Range, to see a lot of what they've got available. Anyway, we've got to take our first break, and then we're going to come back with Jeff who wants to talk a little bit about the voting topic as well. So we'll be right back.
3: KDAL time is 11:27. if we go down to canal park we've got some sunshine some clouds 23 degrees and we're going to see some cold air come in here Brad and uh, we're going to see that starting tonight uh, we're going to see single digits overnight tomorrow morning and then tomorrow Friday uh, we're going to see mostly sunny blustery well oh, let's go for a 13 near Lake Superior. No,
1: let's not. I like the thirty and 40s. <laughs> Those are nice. Okay, well, uh, let's go to the Iron
3: Range, and uh, let's do 10 tomorrow for Ohio. Ooh! Oh. Okay, if you say so. I still don't hear any snow in that forecast, though. No, there is no snow in the Twin Ports in the forecast. We'll talk. There was some uh, pretty good uh, snow totals that fell down in the metro area. We'll get more on the snow totals later.
1: Okay, well, let's uh, let's go back to the phones. We do have Jeff from Superior that's been graciously hanging on through the hold. Uh, Jeff, you want to uh, comment a little bit about voting topics?
4: Yes, sir. Good morning. I've been morning. voting since I've been voting since I was eighteen. I went to Carter's inauguration when I was sixteen. I worked on his campaign, and in 1980, I cast my first vote in uh, the presidential election. Now, the reason I'm calling today is I learned something the last time I voted that startled me. If you cast an absentee ballot, so, you know, before the election day, if you cast an absentee ballot in Wisconsin and then you change your mind or the candidate says something you don't agree with or maybe the candidate passes away or resigns or pulls out of the race. Before election day, you cannot change your vote. There was a time where you could go on election day and your vote on election day would trump Whatever absentee ballot you submitted, not anymore. In Wisconsin, you cannot change your absentee ballot. Uh, once you vote, you voted on, by absentee, and I was startled to learn that because now you, according to the Wisconsin Supreme Court, you don't even have to have a accurate witness signature or address on no. the on the absentee ballot envelope. It just seems kind of um, reckless. For um, the you know it, the Wisconsin it does it, it,
1: it does a little bit doesn't it Jeff and and what you were referring to is one of the top reasons I think that you don't really want to vote absentee way in advance because like you yeah. say something could happen the uh, the guy or gal that you voted for could come out and uh, be prosecuted for something or they could uh, could pass away that has happened by the way in the past and yeah. has left people with no uh, advantage to vote for somebody else.
4: I also think that voting is a privilege. I don't think it's a right. And I think that it's a privilege that we need to take seriously. And I've, I've, my conviction is goes back a long time, and I'll end with this thought. I would okay. like to see young people, 18 to 25, after you graduate from high school, put two years of volunteer work in uh, alcohol, drug treatment, or join the military. Serve
1: your country or for give- two years. Can he give this guy the give this guy the bell? Oh, He's right on well, the money. Let's see
3: here, we can do that. Yeah, absolutely.
1: The correct answer bell. <laughs> yes, that one. Well, Jeff, <laughs> I Jeff, I got to tell you. I've had over my lifetime with my wife and I, we've had at least 3 uh foreign exchange students. And what I remember specifically was a, a young man from Sweden. Him and another girl stayed with us at the same time actually. And In Sweden, which everybody considers is such a liberal type of society, they have exactly that. When you finish high school, you have two years of community service. You can either join the military for two years, or you can do public service work, and that fulfills your obligation. I think you're right on the money. I think it gives young people a little bit of a connection to why they might want to continue to vote through their lives.
4: Yeah, and we need to build community in America. This dispute they had yesterday in Kansas City between these young uh, people shooting, we don't need those. Instead of reducing the amount of weapons, because the Second Amendment protects our right to uh, have bear arms.
1: That's right. We need
4: to build, that's right. We need to build community among young people so they aren't fighting each other in gangs and whatever.
1: God, Jeff, you are a breath of fresh air, I'll tell you. Thank you. Good, good comments. Right on the money. You know, Brad... Jeff is absolutely right. He is. That's that's what happened there yesterday. They had two young groups of people. Look at all the people that were shot. 22 people that were shot. I forget the numbers, but I've got it here someplace. But it was mostly all young people from two different gangs. One one shooter, and... our president and you know kamala and all of them came out and talked about how we've got to pass better gun laws we got to do you will find out i'm sure as time goes on these guns weren't purchased legally they exactly. were either stolen
3: or... Yeah. <laughs> you know, and these yeah. laws, these uh, gun laws... And Brad, you talked yesterday in the second hour about this pending bill in the state of Minnesota and how this oh, yeah. will have a profound effect on law-abiding citizens like yourself. You talked about the gun that you have that you may want to uh, pass down to your I family. I keep and pass on. You're yes. not going to use it. It's a gun that was made specially for you with your uh, purple hearts in it, what have you. And if you don't if you if you were to give this to a family under this a family member under this law you would be facing felony charges. Yeah, I could end up in jail. This is
1: a dumb <laughs> stupid law that will protect nobody. But Jeff is absolutely right. We need to get back into starting to build communities. There were two groups of people at this parade yesterday that were definitely Uh, conflicting uh, sides with each other. And they decided at the end of the whole event, somebody drew a gun and started shooting, and they started shooting back. And the next thing you know, you got 20-some people injured and one unsuspecting disc jockey that that, uh, was very well-known in the community dead because of it. So yeah, we better, we've got to thank you, Jeff. That was a really great call. We've got to uh, we've got to take our uh, our CBS news break, and then we'll come back with more. Well, ladies and germs, <laughs> as you can tell by that music. That's Dick Dale and the Deltones, and they're saying to us, we're going to hear about a great win of the week, somebody that has saved a lot of money at Solutions Insurance, simply because they called them, went over there, and said, hey, can you do me that free insurance checkup? Can you see whether I'm getting a good deal here or not? Every Thursday at this time, we talk to Chris Lohmeyer over at Solutions Insurance, and the thing, that, the thing that makes this so rewarding is that this is an insurance agency that doesn't represent one company or two or three. They represent 50 to 60, maybe even more great companies. And you, as a consumer... Maybe you're maybe you've seen your rates start to rise every six months, every year you see it going up, and you thought, well, that's just the way it goes. It, it no, folks. Right now, the hit, the news all over the country is that insurance rates are going up. You need to be proactive. You need to have a great representative, like one of the agents, like either Heidi or Ally or Maggie or Tim or Chris or Sonia, one of them. So that you can make sure that you're not only getting good coverage, great coverage, but you're also getting a little bit of a savings, and in some cases some real big savings, right, Chris?
0: That's right, Brad, absolutely. We had a whopper last week. I think it was a Hall of Famer, and we've got a really good one to follow that up. So I hope you're sitting down for this one and this bit of good news.
1: You bet I am. Well, first of all, let me just say that the start of this, if you are a consumer and you're listening this morning and you want to check out Solutions Insurance, give them a call at 218-628-1878, that's 628-1878, or if you happen to have your policy in the car with you, or take it from home and put it in the car, when you're out in West Duluth, drive into the Spirit Valley Shopping Center, and their office is right there, free parking. You can just walk in. They'll make a copy of it for you. And then they'll go to work trying to find you a better uh, a better savings than what you're currently paying today. So let's hear about this win, Chris.
0: All right, Brad, here we go. So the win of the week this week, this is for personal insurance. And this okay. is courtesy of Maggie. She has been on a roll, I'll tell you. And uh, so what we have here, she had someone do just what you were saying, Brad. She had someone call her up and say, can you do that insurance shopping? Can you quote my personal insurance? So they didn't want her to just quote their home or their auto, but she rolled up her sleeves, Brad, and she did the work to do that shopping to quote not only the auto, not only the home, but also their boat, their ATV, and their Woo-hoo. cabin, so policy after policy, and in the end, she was able to write all of their insurance, all those different types of coverages, different types of policies, with a combined savings of $2,500 back in their pocket, rather than higher oh,
1: insurance premiums. God. Oh, man. Let's hear it from the studio audience. No kidding. So, so Maggie got them auto Insurance, home insurance, boat insurance, ATV insurance, and cabin insurance, and still save them over twenty five hundred dollars a year. That, by the way, fans, that is a savings of two hundred and eight dollars uh, every month if you're paying monthly or quarterly, six hundred and twenty five dollars a quarter. Boy, I'll tell you what, Chris, that's some real money back in somebody's pocket and great coverage to boot.
0: Absolutely, Brad. And, you know, with all of those different kinds of policies, coverage needs that they had, you and I have said it many times here, but it bears repeating. If somebody was to call one, two, three, four, maybe six different agencies and do that insurance shopping themselves with policy after policy like that, they would never do it again. Would they, Brad?
1: No. No, you'd rip your hair out before you got about halfway through.
0: (laughs) That's right. So that's what we are experts at. That's what we love to do day in and day out, that we're equipped to do it. And uh, we encourage anyone, either personal insurance or business insurance, to give us a call at that 218-628-1878. And if nothing else, we'll save you a ton of time in doing those comparisons.
1: Absolutely. And may I add one other thing, Chris? Now that couple, that pe- that family that has that, now they have something else. They have an agent that has gone to work and saved them $2,500 a year, but they also have an agent now, a personal connection to Maggie, that if they have a problem, if they have a fire or an auto accident or something later on, they've got a connection, somebody that will go to work and work for them like they have in the past.
0: Absolutely. Great point, Brad.
1: Well, I'll tell you what, these are fun. I don't know how they can get any better than some of the ones we've had, Chris, but we, we've had some fantastic ones. And let me just quickly remind you, it doesn't matter what kind of coverage you have. Look, in this case, uh, these people had a little bit of everything. They had a piece of, uh, of America. They had an auto, a home, a boat, an ATV, and a cabin. If you had a business of any kind... Solutions can handle your business insurance, too. They would love to just have the opportunity. Now, I will give you the disclaimer. We can't guarantee you that you're going to save that kind of money. It might just be that one freaky deal where you've already got the lowest possible rate uh, with the company that's out there. But the chances are much better when you're dealing with an all-lines independent agency like Solutions that they're going to have a market that can save you money and give you great coverage as well. So, Chris Lomar, thank you so much. That, that gets, uh, gets, the, gets the day going off really nice. Thanks, Brad. All right. Again, folks, write that number down, 218-628-1878. Solutions Insurance just might be your solution to higher rates. Jeez, ask Can, for, ask for the is, combo meal. <laughs> that, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Give me the combo: auto, home,
3: boat, cabin, ATV. Twenty five hundred dollars yeah. savings, and like you said, oh, Brad, um, if you're paying uh, if you're paying monthly, it, that's this really is amazing. It's two hundred eight dollars oh. savings monthly. By the way, which yeah. It's a that's good chunk grocery of money bill for the whole month. Oh man, it's a variety of things, but it's money that stays in your pocket, and yes. uh, it r- really is good. Uh, solutions Insurance, Inflation Busters, uh, out in Spirit Valley, awesome.
1: Good, good people, and a great bunch of agents. Really, uh, really, it, the the thing that I love about all of them is that they they've all got that commitment to roll up their sleeves and go to work trying to save you money and in in turn make a great customer out of you. Well, we were talking about this shooting and you just heard a little more of the information on our CBS News break that we took there. But uh, again, some of the stuff that's coming out, many of the victims were under the age of 16. Now, um, Corey from up on the range sent me a picture of two of the arrested uh, perpetrators this morning that were arrested by people. And let me just tell you this. This could have been a lot worse, except a couple of guys standing by the parade route saw one of these yahoos shooting, shooting his gun, and they tackled him. They thought, hey, eh, eh, these guys are Super Bowl champions, but we know how to tackle. They ran this guy down and tackled him and took the gun away from him, threw it up against a wall, and when the police came, the two guys said, yeah, we got the shooter here. Here's his gun right over there. So there was some very brave activity from people that weren't armed themselves. But I think as we go along here, we're going to have to disavow the comments by Joe Biden and Kamala Harris again. This had nothing to do with laws that might have stopped this. This is pretty much a group of gangbangers that wanted to go at each other. And uh, they would have, I, I will just about guarantee that you will find these firearms were either stolen or purchased illegally somewhere. They had nothing to do with being a legal law-abiding citizen. Anyway, we've got to go to our Minnesota news break here. Let's do that, and then we'll come back and wrap up our number one.
3: Katie, time is 11.52. There it is, 11.52, Brad. and Yeah, no snow for the Twin Ports. Uh, We're 41 inches below normal in Duluth. (laughs) Yeah. And um, you
1: really want to get to that total, don't you? You you want to get well, those 41 I, inches.
3: I don't know that we're going to even reach normal this year, but uh, 17.7 so far this year. This time a, a year ago, we were up to 82 inches. But over the oh. uh, last 24 hours, at least, uh, Minneapolis Airport saw seven inches of snow.
1: That's, Is that right? Yeah. See... I, I talked to my son yesterday afternoon because he was driving his family down to the Twin Cities. They were leaving this morning for California to go to Disneyland. Oh, my. And uh, so I, I contacted him yesterday, yesterday afternoon. I said, hey, I understand the weather's kind of bad down there. He said, hey, Dad, we're already here. We're already checked in for the night. Uh, we only got rain, got kind of sleety rain. Okay. But it was fine. So they must have got... Snow after that.
3: Yeah, a lot of areas of the metro, six, six and a half, seven. Um, so a lot of snow down there. You get into Wisconsin. Uh, nothing really in our area. Down by Hayward, uh, Hayward saw okay. uh, an inch or two, uh, depending on where you're at. Uh, inch and a half fell in uh, Clam Lake, Wisconsin. So close to us, really nothing. Uh, just a dusting. Uh, Eau Claire yesterday, my old stomping grounds, uh, they saw an inch of snow officially, but I think they got more than that in some locations around Eau Claire. But uh, that one inch so, or that snow that fell in Eau Claire yesterday, that was the yeah. first inch or more snowfall in a month.
1: Wow. <laughs> Especially in the winter months. I mean, you know, we could still get a fair amount of snow. We, we've we done that in past times, so it could happen, but... But it has been an exceptionally mild winter, which is good for heating bills and things like that. But, uh, say, let me just ask a quick question here. The reason I am pushing hard for divided government in Minnesota is because I was thinking about this yesterday, Kenny. Remember the case of the uh, couple of goofballs? Well, this one goofball especially that... uh, put forth the legislation last year. You have to remember, last year, everything was Democratic-controlled. The House, the Senate, and the governorship. And one of those Democrats came forward with a bill that said, you know what? We should put menstruation products in every bathroom in a school system in Minnesota. And somebody raised their hand and said, well, you mean in every girl's bathroom, right? And this person said, no, in every bathroom, because not only females menstruate. Remember that.
3: All we remember. I,
1: oh yeah, and I'm and I'm still struggling to figure out how that works out. But that because of that, and because of the fact that you had Democrats in the house in the senate and the governor it passed and we now have menstruation cycles system pads and things in every bathroom in every school district yeah. in every washroom male and female yeah when now, the
3: when the vote went down Brad uh, this rung out through the uh, chambers of the at the state legislature
1: okay <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Well, let me tell you, it's ongoing. And that's the reason why it's important to get some divided government. You know, we had that happen last year, votes like that. And then we had them spend every dime of the $17.5 billion surplus we had. Plus, they added $10 billion more in spending. So then we have to pay for that. Now, the word out in the first three days of the legislative system... Listen to this. The first three days legislation has seen the introduction of extreme, far-reaching and unconstitutional gun bills by the Metro DFL majority, including a complete ban on nearly all semi-automatic rifles, a ban on standard capacity magazines, not high capacity, standard capacity magazines, and the elimination of firearm preemption laws. I mean, this is just out of control. But it's what happens when you've got a complete trifecta where everything is controlled by the Democratic Party. You would not have gotten that law last year for menstruation products in every bathroom had there been the house maybe that was controlled by the the Republicans. It wouldn't have passed. It just wouldn't have have got hung up. So that's a reason in and of itself uh, to uh, watch what you're doing this year when it comes uh, to election time this November and maybe make sure that we have uh, uh, some checks and balances in the state of Minnesota. And the checks and balances may make it so that you don't have to keep writing checks to support the state of Minnesota. So anyway, folks, we've got a lot left to get into this next hour. When we do come back, by the way, uh, with hour number two, I want to talk a little bit about the debate that's going on down there over school resource officers. That was another thing that happened last year that they uh, changed. Uh, because of the way people were structured, they decided they didn't want to have resource officers be able to uh, put a child down on the ground. When I say child, it could be an 18-year-old, six foot six, 280-pound uh, football player or anything else. But they didn't want them to be restrained. And so police officers and school resource officers said, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa! We got to have some ability to be able to control the circumstances." Now, this year, they've brought it back up and they're discussing what they're going to do, how they're going to do it, and giving police officers a little bit of latitude so that they can control situations that get out of hand in the schools. So we'll, uh, we'll talk about that as well. You know, we Brad,
3: that. I, yeah. I really got to say something about this gun ban. And there were some comments here and some quotes that I was reading. And one was, to conquer a nation, you first disarm its citizens. Adolf Absolutely. Hitler. Oh, I can hear the yep. Democrats uh, screaming. We're not trying to disarm you. Oh, okay. How about all political power comes from the barrel of a gun? That was Mao tongue. And yep. then Diane Feinstein, God rest her soul, if I could have banned them all, I would have.
1: Yep. Absolutely. Well, folks, I hear the music. We're done with our number one, but uh, we'll be back shortly right here on the Thursday edition of Sound Off
0: for Bulldog Hockey.